Hey, good evening. We're back. Welcome to the uh, 12-man podcast. Um, about a few weeks away. Um, lots of things have changed, which we'll go through. Um, you got me, Steve Jackson. I'm in the main chair. Um, got Mr. John Donovan with us. Even JD. Now then, you're all right. It's been a few weeks. Have we got like a, a summer jingle or something, you know, to, to welcome us back? Anybody going to sing? Uh, no. <laughs> That went well. Uh, we got John Cutler with us, even John. I think he's on mute. He's on quite on us again. While he sorts that out. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got Mr. Jimmy Delgano, even even Delhi. Now then, all right. It's been a while since I've since I've. Oh. Share the platform with you guys. Yeah, you promised to sing as well, Jamie. What's going on? You promised a summer jingle. Promised a summer jingle, or next week? Next week, I'll sort something else. No problem. You caught me off the cuff. We're not, we're not on next week, but okay then. Next time, ideal. So yeah, we're gonna catch you, catch. I was gonna say catches up on what's happened this summer, but obviously you probably already know. But um, we'll go through the fixtures. Um, what we're looking forward to, what we're not looking forward to, um, any fixes that stand out, <laughs> Sunderland. Um, signs that have come in, um, obviously we've got a few that have signed on the dotted line so far, um, a few rumours, including the big one today, um, a couple of changes in coaching staff, which I know JD is very excited to talk about, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about any other Using pre-season, I'm saying we've got pre-season fixes starting on Saturday, so yeah, we'll go through all that. So before we start, are we all all right? All good. Yeah, all good, thank you. All good. How are you doing, John? All right. Yes. Two technical issues. All good. Right. So, um, start with you, JD. Um, firstly, how's your summer been? And secondly, uh, what did you think when the fixtures came out? Summer's been great, thank you. Um, obviously, miss the football, but it's just nice to catch up with uh, the mountain of jobs that you, you always um, uh, always builds up in the summer. So yeah, I've enjoyed it. Weather's been great. Obviously, um, being able to get outside, do a lot of work, um, but eagerly awaiting uh, the fixtures. And then when when they got released uh, last week, it, it was. Uh, it was great, great to see, you know, that, that, that's when you really get the sort of like feel of the, the season approaching and uh, you, you start to plan and look at uh, your, your away trips especially and, um, and you know, uh, barring any, uh, shall we say, intervention by Sky or BT or whoever uh, now covers um, the EFL, Um you know, you, you hope that you can get a few weekends planned and that they don't get disrupted. Yeah, I say that's that's one thing I was looking at. Obviously, um, you know, planning obviously planning all the away fixtures, planning all the holidays and at work, making sure everything's set and nothing gets disrupted. But like, like you said, TV will no doubt jump in at some point. But but you know, we'll accommodate for all that. But so first, so obviously the first game we've got West Brom at home. We've got a quite a tough. I'm sticking with you, JD. We've got quite a tough August. Um, obviously, really tough away trips to Stoke, Reading, and 
Watford in there. Obviously, a tough offer against West Brom. What do you make of our start? Well, I think in our in our group sort of WhatsApp um, messages, we all agreed. You know that um, it's 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 a really tough start. You know, there's there's some big teams that we we play early on. Personally, I'd rather play them early on um, rather than when they get into the stride and 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 have the the full squad sort of uh, firing on all cylinders. I know that's the same for us, but, uh, but you've got to play each team twice. So you know, let's start off tough, and we'll find out uh, we'll find out where we are, what level we're at, and. Um, you know, hopefully we can get off to a decent start and uh, and continue it throughout the season. I, I just hope that, obviously, you mentioned Reading away there. I just hope that there is a clause in the contract, uh, our loan contract with uh, Joe Lumley, to say that he must play. That that would be vital to us. Now he's going to save two penalties, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed. Um you know, we're not we're not we're not one on this platform to 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 pick out individuals. Um, but yeah, that was one that was one sign. You know, departure I was quite happy it happened. Um, exactly. I did a lap around the garden. No disrespect <laughs> to the lad, right? Do you know? I, I met him at the um, Player of the Year Awards at the end of the season. Loveliest man in the world. Like I'll be honest with you, absolutely top fella. Awful in goal. <clears throat> like no disrespect to him. Good luck in his career. But if we want to go forward and we've got aspirations, we have to start at the back. Um, you know, the women, the other night, England women, they scored exactly... It looked like Joe Lumley was in goal. The exact mirror image of, that, of the goal he conceded against Hull. <clears throat> you know, the goalkeeping is standard exactly the same. Um, and it's, it's frustrating because you can pick out the amount of points we missed out on the playoffs by. You can pick out your Hull at home. You can pick out... Keep you out of the Cute are away, the clangers of Burnley. Uh, um, it's uh, Barnsley. And, uh, I mean, you'll have all seen the clip that went round um, with, with, with the, you know, with his, can we say highlights? Um, low light. His low lights of the season. Um, like I say, loveliest man in the world when I met him. Real nice guy, but not a goalkeeper. Well, no, I mean, we, we were saying... Um, on the podcast, you know, we're, we're not here to sort of like uh, have a go at any one player in particular for prolonged periods, but you've got to be totally honest um, and, and not gloss over uh, the fact that he wasn't a good enough keeper uh, for a, a team chasing playoff hopes or even top two, which we, which we were hoping for. Uh, at the uh, at the beginning of this year, um, he just he just wasn't he wasn't the man for it, um, you know. Yeah, so I'm really pleased now that uh, we've got one goalkeeper in, and he's he's targeting uh, his first choice um, fairly soon by the looks of things. So, so yeah, um, like you said, I'll I'll agree with you, Dally. Wish Joe Lumley all the best. Yeah. But, um, but you know, for 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 Middlesbrough Football Club, um, and our ambition, 
we deserve somebody steadier in goal, somebody more consistent. So what you're saying is don't rush back. Yeah. Yeah. He never did when he came out the box. <laughs> he did. That's, that's, what he, that's what he used to do a lot. That's a good point, actually. Um, yeah, there was that, I, know, I know it was against Chelsea, but there was that one time against, say against Chelsea. He flew out and the players just saw him coming and just dinked it straight over and I thought, oh, Jesus. But, you know, he did it plenty of times last season, like you said there, John. He, yeah, them, them, I suppose they are highlights, I suppose, um, of his moments last season, to say. Some of the clangers he had, Bristol City, Barnsley, Hull, yeah. Birmingham. Well, even, even Mansfield, you know, I mean, we, we were, we were sort of stood um, behind him in treacherous conditions and we was please don't try and play this out. But he kept on doing it and, and he kept on sort of messing up. But somebody, whoever it was, who put all them clips together, it just focused on um, how many throughout the season, how many serious blunders there were from him. You're obviously, you remember the last one, but you forget ones like half a dozen or a dozen so games back. But when somebody puts them all together, you think, Jesus, you know, that's, uh, every, that's every really cost us. Every keeper's got a clanger in him. I mean, I remember... I yeah, but not Dimmy. 17. Yeah, I remember Dimmy against QPR. Do, well, do you Dimmy, Dimmy the, against in, Fulham. Dimmy against Fulham, do you remember? Yeah. The last match of the season. Um, yeah. Dimmy against Brentford. Uh, Christ, should we, should we stop? Should we leave Dimmy alone? No, 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 you're right. Well, well, I, I was just picking up on your point that, yes, know, every, yeah. every keeper at championship level is going to make the odd mistake. However, uh, Joe Lumley um, made more than he should have done. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, ultimately lads, we all wanted him to succeed. Like yeah. what you were saying there, it's, it's, not a, it's not a personal assault on the lads. It's just what we saw last season wasn't good enough for where we want to be and where we need to be. So it is what it is. And the thing is, we're not we're not picking out mistakes that no one knew about. I say even even the manager came out and said, "I can't defend him anymore." So, you know, it just it just showed his time was up. Unfortunately, um, he gave us Tottenham at home. He said he had a cracking game that night. You know, I'll thank him for that. I'll be about it. But, um, yeah, I'll come to you, John. Um, what do you think? The um, the fixtures, obviously, the, the running to begin with is tough. Um, the run before the World Cup break is a bit weird this year. Um, it's a bit tough, obviously, finishing with Norwich away. Um, decent Christmas. Um, I say with Blackburn away in the middle, which seems to be quite traditional. I know, obviously, the uh, last couple of times has been different, but most during the promotion years under Karanka, we always played them, you know, towards Christmas. Um what did you think of the fixtures when they came out? Yeah, I mean, I understand you like saying we've got a tough start, but the teams that are playing us, they're going to have a tough start as well because I think we're going to be there or thereabouts this season. So we're going to be a tough get team to play for any team in that division. So, like I say, I wasn't really, wasn't really bothered how, how tough the start was and, and what have you. I just look at certain certain days like, like the Christmas fixture at Blackburn. That'll be a massive following. It'll go down there. That's our Christmas game for that. Uh, obviously, you look at the Sunland games, which are, are big for us, but obviously not a derby for their young fans anymore, allegedly. But uh, yeah, 
there's some exciting there's some exciting fixtures and dates. Blackpool being on a Saturday, which is is rare for us. That's another. That's going to be a good day out. Maybe maybe turn into a stopover. We'll see, won't we? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would be a good stop war, to be fair. But no, you're right. There is, there is some. I think when I was obviously looking through, obviously when the um, when I was planning on my holidays at work for the midweek games away, they felt they fell quite favourably this year, um, this season. Obviously, I know. I think the only one that's really a long trip is um, is Watford. It's the end of August. Apart from that, they say the likes of Wigan, Hull, uh, Stokes in there as well. Um, is it? There's, there's not there's not many trips. Um, I think Sheffield United on a Wednesday night as well. Um, yeah. There's not many trips that are, are hours and hours on end. You know, I remember doing Cardiff on a Tuesday night. To say in previous years, you know that was that was tough. Um, I know we've got Bristol City on Easter Monday, but you know, it's Easter Monday would be a good laugh that one. Um, but you know, there's there's something. The fixes are quite nicely spaced out this year, which is really good. But um, Gally, what do you think the fixes when you when they came out? Yeah, I mean, I know you say tough start. You know, it's, it's the toughest league. You know, you, it's tough to get out of. So you've got the um, this season because of the way the fixtures are, because of obviously the World Cup. You know, you look at August. You've got what six fixtures. You look at. You look, um, you look at October, you look at April. It's all about your squad depth this year and, and we've got to hit the ground running. When the fixtures come out, I was buzzing that we were at home first game of the season, buzzing we're at home Boxing Day and buzzing we're at home last game of the season. Um, big Three big pluses and then obviously your eyes do swiftly search for Sunderland. Nice to play them. Um, I'd have loved Leeds to have been in the same league as well, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, especially for you know you guys who, who travel all over, and I try and get to a couple. You know, you, you and you lads, God, you you did the majority of them last year, and you, you clocked some miles up. Um, so it's nice to have some some northern teams. You know, your Wigan's, um, your Sunderland's, etc. So yeah, happy with them. Like I said, that World Cup going to be a bit strange. Throwing that in the mix, um, and all all teams have got a got a combat. You know, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Right throughout the season. Well, that's it. I mean, I I won't say I extensively looked over the fixtures. I mean, I've I've looked over them, and I think there's something like fourteen Tuesday night games this season, which is a lot more than the usual. I, mean, I think there's usually between eight and ten um, in a normal season. But they say because this season's so compact, obviously with that big gap in the middle, it's having to squeeze them all in and say having. So many games in August. Obviously, there's a, there's a Carabao Cup game in there. Um, you're going to have FA Cup mm. games in January as well, so you're going to have to squeeze them in. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tight, tight squeeze for all the squads. But say like you said there, Dally, we, we, the, the squad depth this year has got to be, got to be mega. Say we can't rely on the same eleven to fifteen players every week to get to get us through this. So yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season this one. Obviously, um winning the World Cup in between is gonna be nice, I suppose. But um yeah, um, you know, it's gonna be a good season. Uh while I've got you, Dally, which fixtures stood out the most? Which which fixtures did you look did you look for straight away? Obviously, I know people look for the first one, but there's always one that stands out. Uh I was I'll be honest, I was torn between the two. It was I always look at the boxing day. Love being at home boxing day, but 
you know, you're looking for Sunderland really, aren't you? The, I, I love playing them. Um, it was, you know, them in Newcastle, I was always brought up not to like Leeds. I never really, I don't like them, but I never really, I don't really get it as much, that that um, dislike as much as I like Sunderland and Newcastle. So, um, yeah, you, you, you've got to look for the macrams, haven't you? Yeah, as so the September twenty first January. Um, I say we've got the we've got Sunderland. Um, as I say, they always said, you know, we're not a derby game. You know, no, they don't care about us. Just just wait till match day. That that always tells me how much they really do care because they do. They just don't want to say it too much because they care. They haven't beat us in ten years, so. Listen, they they can call it what they want. You know, I mean, it's our nearest uh, our nearest game, so you know we're gonna. And we always do turn out in numbers. And like you said there, Steve, we've uh, we've got a great record against them. So, yeah, bring it on. Exactly. Last defeat against them was in the FA Cup replay in 2012. So, um, as I say, cracking record. Um, I imagine someone's probably going to probably say, well, we got beat there. But I, I honestly can't see us. I can't see us getting another defeat off them this season. I really can't. You know, I hate them. I've, I've been brought up to hate them. So, yeah, bosses are macum. So, especially even better when we give it to them. So, um, so you you pick up your cards in September then, eh? <laughs> uh, I think we could pick up your cards before then if I, if I keep going. I think I've thrown them at least once or twice a day. Uh, but, um, John, I'll come to you. Um, what fixture stood out for you? Yeah, obviously, I, like these lads, I, I looked at the Sunderland games. I always look at round about my birthday to see if we're home or away. And the, the Christmas games for the away days, New Year's Day, and, and obviously it's Blackburn and Birmingham this year. So for me, that's two decent trips to do on the 29th and the 1st of January. Uh, so, yeah, decent decent away days to be had, for sure. You, you say that. You, you'll have me in flares until the 1st of January. I, I, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I already said it, didn't I? We're away. That'll be not. We'll be pulling an all-nighter, for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen, isn't it? It's just... It just happens, it just happens in it for New Year's Day fixes. No, it's gonna be a good one. It's a, it's a good uh, it's a good Christmas this year. Obviously Wigan, Boxing Day, Blackburn and Birmingham, and then whatever extra FA Cup fixture pops after that, it's gonna be a good uh, good little run of game. So it's uh, it's it's not bad. It, it, like you were saying there about birthdays, it's weird not having a game on my birthday this year, apart from I think there's England could be in the last sixteen of the World Cup on that day, but you know, you don't know, do you? Um but JD, I'll come to you. What fixtures stood out for you apart from the obvious ones? Well, you always look opening day around the festive periods around Easter uh, and last match of the season. And obviously this this season, because they're up in our division, looked at Sunderland. But I love the away trips, um, the long away trips. And I, I was looking for Cardiff. That's on a Saturday. I was looking for Swansea. That's on a Saturday. Looking for Bristol. That's on Easter, Easter Monday. Monday. And I must admit, Within ten minutes of the fixtures being released, I got a text off our coach driver. Ah, Bristol you're weekender. Guessing. Bristol weekend question mark. Yeah, why not? If we can, it, it, like I say, as long as it doesn't get uh, rearranged by um, by any of the TV companies, I can see us having a Bristol weekend. I think that would be superb. Yeah. Um, and then, and then obviously, I mean, you, you look at the games that I'm thinking. The run into the end of the season, and 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 I'm looking at, you know, I'm thinking we, we ended home Coventry, 
that, that could be another another Brighton scenario, or hopefully by then we'll be we'll be done and dusted, and we'll have the points in the bag. But you know, we'll see see what this season brings. Yeah, the last few last few away games as well. They're quite they're quite decent ones. I say Luton away on the Saturday. I say decent as in team, not place. Right, put that right. Um, it's Luton and Rotherham. Obviously, Rotherham's always a decent away game. Um, I say any, any around that Yorkshire area. As soon as, as soon as you get towards that social club, it's always a good one. Uh, but um, no, it's 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 a good and I think around your birthday, if I'm right, we've got Burnley away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just—it's it the seventeenth. Yeah, you're pushing you down the ball in green. Can't wait for that. Um, so that'd be a good. So that'd be that'd be a good trip. I say I don't I don't mind going to Turf Moor. It's an absolute dump. So I'm sorry for anyone listening, but it is, and it is. It's it's but it's a it's a good it's a good place to go. It's they say it's intimidating, um, and it's we don't have the worst record there. So yeah, we do all right. So. Yeah, um, obviously one I picked out. Um, I don't know why I look for this. Uh, I look for Norwich. I look for Norwich because I see them as they're they're you know what we've got to look to to be because I see them being the team to beat this year again. Um, them that anybody go of greater significance. Um, I think Tom Campbell's back there as well this year. Um, they just got Hayden from Newcastle on loan, so Pookie's still there. Um, yeah, they're going to be a handful again this year. Norwich, as they always are. Dean Smith's a decent manager at this level, so yeah, third of the games looking forward to. And to end, I suppose the first part of the season with Norwich away, it'd be, it'd be a decent marker to see where where we are at that point and uh, what you know what we've got to do when we come back after the uh, World Cup break, but. Uh, and, that, and that's gonna that's gonna be like key, isn't it? You know how do clubs sort of uh, obviously there'll there'll be quite a few from our um, squad going over to uh, to the World Cup. Yeah. I mean, how are clubs gonna keep their players uh, ticking over? You know, um, it, it, during that period because uh, it, it it's a fair old spell without uh, without any competitive games. It, it's good. It, it's going to be crucial to some teams you know you, you can see you can see some teams being badly affected to it uh, by it rather uh, and and I, I hope that we can sort of uh, we can handle that break well and we don't have any sort of real interruption to our to our play to our performances well that's the thing about um, obviously our restart is a week before the Premier League so our restart is the weekend of the World Cup final so they say, you know that that'll be that'll be a big disruption for some for some clubs. Obviously, you look at the higher marks of the league. Who say, I particularly look at Watford. They say Watford have got a lot of internationals in their squad still. Um, I'm not saying they're going to be getting towards the quarterfinals and semi-finals, but they're still going to have to come back from Qatar to then get back at the swing of obviously going from 30 odd degrees heat every day in Qatar to you know single digits when they come back to I suppose readjusting back to to our climate, you know, it's going to be a big test for, for teams like that. I say Burnley as well. I know Burnley released a few players, but they've still got a few internationals on the books. Um, and I say they'll be they'll be coming back from the World Cup as well. So, and I say luckily we we, we play Burnley quite close after the uh, the resumption. So 
you know, it'll be, it, it's, it's going to be an interesting season. This one, it's going to be different, but um, yeah. So I'll stick with you, JD. Obviously, you've, we've seen the fixtures. Um, we'll go through what our signs we've made so far in a minute. Do you feel like the, the spaced out enough? Like obviously, difficulty wise, to think we could have a right good goal this season. Well. Uh, you look at some months, you know, some months are, are, are really tough with, with, the, with the, the, the games that we're playing, not just the, the quantity uh, of games per month, like six and seven games in a month. But you look at um, some, some of the quality uh, and the, you look at a lot of uh, recent ex-Premier League teams who, uh, who will be desperate to get uh, back up there. Um, and who may have a, a summer of um, of uh, rebuilding, and you, you just you just feel that it's um, it's going to be it's it's going to be more tough this season than than previous. I, I think so because it it it's so compact. You know, you've got that you've got that long break, so that means that everything else is is compacted and. You said it. Uh, one of you said it earlier. I, I think um, squad strength and depth is is going to be really important. Um, and we have to have a little bit of luck when it comes to injuries. We have to have a, a certain amount of discipline to avoid any suspensions. Um, it, it's just it's going to be interesting to see how we handle it, and not just us. All the other um, all the other teams. Within this league, who, who have ambitions to uh, to be promoted this year, so it's it's interesting. Yeah, absolutely, I completely agree. Um, that's the first one of the season. Um, yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying there. Um, it's, it's going to be an interesting season. It's, it's different this year. There's no standout teams. I say, I know there's a couple that have come down. Obviously, Norwich and Watford. Um, I say, I'm really looked at Burnley this year. So, but you know. They're the teams that you're in for. Apart from that, it's, it's wide open. It really is wide open this year. So, I say we just got to be in there and uh, hopefully we stick with it. But, John, I'll come to you. Um, obviously, you you said you fancies us to be up there. Was that strengthened by looking at the um, um, the order of the order of play? I suppose with the fixtures. I just think I just think normally when the certain teams come down, you think they're going to be there or thereabouts. I think, like what you said earlier, I think the biggest threat up to now is Norwich. Burnley, it'll be interesting to see how company does there. They've let a few of their more experienced players go. Watford change managers more than anything I've ever seen. It's crazy. So I'm not really worried about them. And obviously, team, we're still early in the transfer window. Teams are going to sell and, and bring other players in. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But but as play stands now, I think Norwich, Norwich are the team to beat for me. I'm glad you agree. Um, no, you're absolutely right. You say they are going to be strong. But they say that the, the championship specialists, you know, the uh, the new Yo-Yo club. I know West Brom were that a few years ago. They say Dorch have become that. You know, uh, is, it, is it three three relegations in five years now? Um, promotions in the other two. So says it all really. Uh, Dally, what's your your opinions on how we're looking for this season? I think it's still early. I think, you know, it's encouraging 
the, the, the you know the noises coming out of the club. Um, you know, I think it all started with Wilder's interview. Um, after the season, saying he's going to sit down with a few players, you know, a few home truths, get a few out, get players in. Then obviously uh, we see the fixtures. Then we hear Wilder's next interview, saying we've got some big names linked. I think it's too early to see where to say where, where you know how how the league will stand. I think we've got to see, you know, there's loads of transfer time yet. Yeah, the, the transfer window's open for weeks yet, so. We don't know what other teams are going to do. Are Burnley going to gamble because you know you there's talk of you know they're taking a massive hit coming down because of the debts being put being called in. Um, can Norwich do it again? I don't know. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I I don't know if they can bounce bounce straight back. I don't think they'll find it as easy. Um, but where we are with the players that we've brought in so far, um, it's a season I'm looking forward to. Well, we only have to improve by a handful of points, John, we to get ourselves in that top six. Um, and I've been quite quite pleased with, um, with with the business we've done so far. On and off the field, you know, you, you think about, um, we, we've got the goalkeeper coaching from Man United, uh, Alan Fettis, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Grant Ledbetter come, uh, has come in to, uh, to help with the academy. Um and then obviously the, the, the signings, um, we've got a keeper from Northampton uh, we, and we've got uh, Lenehan and um, Ryan Charles. And I think that they're all very, very good signings. Um, they've got bags of experience. Um, and, you know, David McGoldrick is is close to signing, so, so I'm led to believe. Now, his age might raise a few eyebrows, but um, every manager likes certain players, and Wilder obviously likes um, McGoldrick. Um, so you, you've you've got to trust what uh, what his thoughts are in bringing him in. I don't think he's going to be our um, our first name on the sheet striker. I think he's going to be. Uh, I think he's 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 going to be one who will um, play a fair bit, fair, fair few games, um, but but primarily as backup. Um, but you know, he, he can't sort of he can't really have any. Well, he can, but I don't think he'll have any worse of a, an input than um, than Connolly with regards to his uh, goals total and assists. Um, you know, so. Other teams, yeah, they've done business. And like Dali says, there's weeks and weeks to go. Yeah, but uh, twi- that's got Twine moved to Burnley. Uh, you've got John Swift moved to West Brom. There's been some decent signings at, at, at other clubs. Wallace, yeah. But we've got, you know, we've got our big business to do yet. Um, and it'll be, it'll be an interesting few weeks. I think what you said there, you know, we've got big bit of business to do. And, and you know, they're the, they're the noises that we're hearing from Wilder that we've got big players lined up to come in. I think that the players that have done, that they've brought in, you know, some sure bit of business. I mean, you look at the, um, you know, the goalkeeper from Northampton, you know, team of the year for, for League Two. Um, you know, for me, you know, he's coming in, for, you know, the interview we've seen with him full of confidence, um, buzzing absolutely over the moon to be here. So you know he's going to put it in in training. He's going to push whoever's the number one goalkeeper to bring in all the way. Then you yeah. look at Len- Lenehan, you know, being at 
been at Blackburn for years, but a real solid, you know, championship defender, international yeah. defender as well. Um, he's, he's a tough nut, isn't he? You know, he's a, he's a yeah. no nonsense defender, but um, yeah. but, but he, one that knows a championship very, very well. And, and the good thing is, Dally, we haven't we haven't really spent any money, have we? No, I mean you touch on you touch on McGoldrick there. You know, to me, it screams of Neil Warnock bringing in Peltier um, and Bamba. You know, players he's worked with. But let's not forget McGoldrick. He, he, you know, he, he's got a promotion with uh, with Wilder. He knows how he works. He can, you know, he can bring that experience in. Yeah, he might not be, you know, he might not be, you know, a name like Viduka or Hasselbank that we've had over the years. But you know what? Like you say, as long as he stays out of out of, out of Pally Park, <laughs> it'd be it'd be absolutely fine. Well, I would I would liken him a bit to David Nugent, not prolific, yeah. but key at times. You know, we all we all know the uh, the the key goals that Nugent got us um, in our promotion season under Karanka, and, and I see David Goldrick as something similar. Um, he'll he'll contribute to key moments. He's a, he's a squad player, isn't he? I say we, we we've emphasised quite bigly on how strength and depth is going to be key. He's part of that jigsaw for me. Um, obviously, you know he may he may not sign. We don't know. But if we, if you know if he is on the table and you know the deal's there to be done, I'd do it because yeah. he's got experience at this level. He's done it with Ipswich, done it with Sheffield United. He scored goals in the Premier League. He knows Chris Wilder well. It's just a no-brainer for me. It's a good squad player. Well, that's it. He's a decent squad player. You're right. He's not just... Um, uh, he's got the attributes that, uh, that that Wilder's looking for, you know, um, leaders, um, work rate, uh, attitude. He's got those. Uh, and, and Wilder knows that because he's, he's, he's worked with him in the past. He knows all about him. Um, so... So yeah, if that comes off, uh, again another another free signing. Um, I know you've got to take into account uh, the, the money that you pay for loans, uh, like for for Ryan Giles um, and and signing on fees for free transfers. But by and large, uh, we, we've done we've done our business business fairly cheaply so far. And early, yeah, early. Well, you're absolutely right. Um, it's it's. We've, we've done it's been smart business as well because it's 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 areas we've brought in which we needed to strengthen we needed a, a left wing back we needed a goalkeeper we needed a center back there's three positions straight away we've, we've strengthened and got strength in depth with as well um i say there's a talk of another keeper coming in um i say mcgoldrick's there we've got i mean, I mean you could go through all the names we've gone through this year uh, just in this summer, Adam Armstrong's been linked. Dwight Gale's been linked. Um, is it you know there's there's you know even more strength in depth with uh, with terms of strikers that know this league very very well. So it's 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 going to be an interesting summer. But um, if I can push his all um, just for one signing that you really want this summer, obviously realistically, I don't want you. I'll be playing out Ronaldo at me. Um, um, I'll start with you, Dali. That one sign that you do you think we should go for that we could actually achieve? Who would it be? I'd be excited by Armstrong at Southampton. Striker, you know, two two seasons where he, you know, big numbers in the championship. Yeah, 
I, I think I'd be I'd be over the moon with him. Exactly, he wasn't exactly playing for no disrespect to Barnsley at all. He wasn't playing at the top level in the Championship let's say, for one of them seasons. He scored twenty odd goals, so he showed his quality there. John, come to you. Stole my thunder. Of all the players we've been linked for, I think he would be ideal for us. He's proven at this level. He's young. He's hungry. Let's go and get him for me. JD. Yeah, and I know scoring goals is vitally important, but stopping them is also. And um, a, a strong number one uh, would be would be what I'd be looking for next. You know, um, we've got we've got good backup, um, and I'm 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 sure um, we, we'll we'll do well with the, the lad from Northampton, twenty seven years old, like Dally says. Uh, Division two team of the year, the Thamptons player of the year. I think um I think he's excited to be here. He's keen to be here. We'll see we'll see him progress. Um but we, we need we need a number one. we we've talked about it in the past um about what a keeper can can do to the confidence of the team. And the number of points the keeper can save you or win you over the course of the season. So I'm I'm looking for a good strong number one, um, and I'll I won't throw any names about. I know that um, Zach Steffen's been mentioned from Man City, um, but a keeper that's going to win us 15 points rather than loses 15 points a season. What what do you make of this, Zach Steffen? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I'm just completely naive. But I'll be honest with you, up until about an hour and a half ago, never heard of him. And I, I don't know if I'm being naive there. I, well, I, I he, just... he, hasn't, he hasn't had a great deal of game time, has he, really? Um, but obviously he'll be remembered for the, the balls up that he made in the cup final. Oh, yeah. sorry, semi-final, wasn't it? Was it semi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, he made the balls up uh, that allowed Sadio Mane to, uh, to score for Liverpool. Um, so obviously, that's the last that people will have uh, seen of him. Um, but again, I, I'm like you, Dali. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not au fait with the lad's strength and weaknesses. But I just hope that uh, we can get a, a strong number one um, between the sticks because a promotion team, a good team, always has. Uh, uh, a class goalkeeper there who doesn't get Meg from 30 yards out <laughs> See, it's interesting because some of the keepers we've been linked with I was really happy with them them links that we had because they're all experienced experienced players if you look at Heat and but, Butland do you know what I mean they've, they've played at a high level and decent keepers I was happy who we were being linked with and obviously if, if, if Stefan happens we want him to come in and do really well but I just thought he might have went for someone a little bit more experienced, you know, with a lot more games behind him. I know he's, I think he's played 28 times for the USA or something, hasn't he? Had a, yeah. a loan out in Germany. But, yeah. uh, so did Brad Bozan. I mean, yeah. look at him. Well, that's it. <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose we've just got to trust the manager and his judgment. Yes. He's, he's said before, hasn't he, that he's got a close relationship with Pep Guardiola. They talk quite often. So so let's hope he comes in and he does what we've been craving. Since, like John says all the time, Darren Randolph, you do need a solid goalkeeper. Yeah. 
No, you're absolutely right. Um, if, he, if he has got a good relationship with Guardioli, you know, so if we push him for a few more from City, that'd be nice. You know, there's a few, few there, fringe players that are, are going um, off a sale this summer. Um, so, yeah, you know, hint, hint. But um, Liam Delap, there's one for you. There's a name. Um, if, we can, if we can try and get him, there's a striker because it's got a massive future. So, um, no, but I think I think where we've been talking about where we'll finish. I know we don't particularly like throwing names, but so say for example we get Armstrong and Galen, and they put them with the current strikers we've got, and McGoldrick maybe. Already in midfield, I think we're pretty strong. Giles ten assists last season. I like the types of players he's trying to bring in. Giles will be excellent on that left. We said numerous times last year we only had the threat on the right hand side, and people could double up on Jones. So you knew where we were going to attack by. They're not going to be able to do that this year. Lenehan's obviously a leader. And in all the interviews of the players we've had, they've come in and they're talking about promotion. Obviously, that, that's it this season. He's telling them when they come in, the aim is promotion. They're not hiding the fact that's what they're going for this season. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's it. I think um, he's obviously been told, Annie, this is, you know, this is why you've been brought in, you know, to bring the players to get us up. So, you know, he's, he's got the pressure on him and he wants to make sure he gets the players in that do the job. Um that he wants them to do, and I say the interview that really um, impressed me most was I say I, I've got to say it was Liam Roberts. The fact he was on holiday, he got a phone call. I say, but he was interested. He cut his holiday short to get home and sort the sort the transfer out to get sure he you know he uh, he joined. I think that's that's commitment, and it shows that he wants to be here. I don't want anybody that doesn't want to be. Here. You know, I don't want anybody to a, a cheap payday. I want people to actually commit to the cause. Yeah, I think with Lenehan as well, I, I heard this uh, Shea Given this morning give an interview and he touched on Lenehan joining Middlesbrough um, where he was involved in the Nations League that finished on the 14th of um, June. He's had 13 days in his back. Already you see the videos, he's back in pre-season. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? 13 days holiday. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's like you said, days. He's not, he's not had a holiday. He's not had a, a big break. He's, he's come straight up here, done his. Obviously, there, there would have been obviously talks to make sure the contracts right, length of time on contracts right. And he's, he's straight in pre-season. He says he's putting in the miles already, as Borough have shown on their little, um, little clips that they're showing the fans at the moment. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty exciting um, start. I think that's the best thing I like about what's been said so far. It's a start to what we need. So, it's a, hopefully, as we go on, the weeks go on, and we build up to July the 30th, it's going to be an exciting time for, for our club. Well, he, he, he mentioned, didn't he, recently, Wilder, that he's, he's the potential to, for 10 signings coming in. Now, obviously, we had that the other, the other year when uh, Warnock mentioned, uh, mentioned nine, didn't he? Um, yeah, uh, no, I don't know whether it was a deal yesterday that um, that it was reported. You know that that he's looking to bring ten new signings, and well, you know what, what have we got now? Three. Um, so four. Um, include that from Watford. Yeah, yeah. forgot about him. What, Con- is it Conte? Yeah, Camille Conte. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and obviously. Part in the strong link uh, with David McGoldrick that hasn't been finalised yet. 
our our strengthen of the forward line hasn't hasn't started yet. So, um, and I, I love the way he talks about like the fans going like wow, like when we hear of uh, hear of the club signing particular players. That's what we all want. That's as fan. That, that that as fans is what we want. You know, we, we've had enough over the years of all uh, oh, right, okay, and being a bit indifferent about some of the signings we've made. Um, but he he has said Wilder that you know some of the signings will be marquee and the fans will go wow. So hey, yeah, still a long time time to go, and um, I, I, I'm I'm just scouring the press every day, you know, trying to find. Any any new links um, to our club or or just any sort of rumor, uh, and then just take it from there. The most frustrating bit is having the um, notification on from Twitter for Borough. You know anything they tweet or Paul, and then an ad comes up for Kazoo. Thought someone was coming there, <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I'm exactly the same as you, JD. I'm. Um, I'm looking, obviously, looking for the rumours, looking for any links that we may have. And, you know, um, one thing I, I, I won't miss when it's all over, I'm sick of people commenting on everything for report and saying, is there a gale? I'm going to sign him off, get him. You know, I'm sick of reading this. Is there a gale? Like, come on. It's, it's, you know, it's stuff like that as well, like, um, and and, and ticket info coming out obviously for the pre-season games obviously Bishop Auckland, York uh, Whitby um, obviously the game out in Braga a few fans are going to straight away fans announce another signing well, you know it's just it's just telling us when tickets are out you know what I mean it's, just, it's that sort of season you know it's, it's that time of year isn't it yeah I mean you just ignore it see it's just enthusiasm isn't it you know oh, yeah. people People are enthusiastic and a little bit impatient at times, but um, but when when these when these deals are done and eventually get over the line, and I mean we've suffered in the past, haven't we, of announcing premature signings and they haven't uh, they've broken down uh, at the last minute, even though we've made an announcement that we've signed these players. So I, I think there's a bit of caution with the club until everything's done, we won't announce anything. I think it'd be I think it'd be amissable as if we didn't mention one signing that we haven't mentioned yet, and that's Johnny Housen. I think that'll be that'll be massive for us this season because he was immense last year. He he was. I mean, he was uh, transformed under Wilder, wasn't he? He he, he uh, yeah he he really sort of uh, finished the season strongly. Um, I mean, against a team of international midfielders. At the Tottenham Cup game, he was head and shoulders the best player on the pitch, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and uh, it, it was, it, you're right, uh, John. It was a, a great signing to get him to uh, to extend. I don't think I've seen a. I don't think I've seen a player change within a season as much as as much as Johnny Housen because he started off and for the first maybe say till West Brom away. I just, uh, he just looked the yards behind it. He didn't look, he just looked slow. I just thought his, his passing was off. Wilder's come in and then we hit that cup run and some of them performances in that cup run, you know, he was outstanding at Manchester United. He was 
you know, Tottenham, well, like, you know, what a performance he put in. Um, and that was one where you touch on their stay with like notifications from the borough. As the days were going on, they announced straight after the season they'd offered him a deal. And you're thinking, why hasn't he signed it? Why hasn't it come out? If they've put a deal in front of him, why is it not signed? And you might think, all oh, right, overreacting a bit, but you're thinking, you know, of the Norwich come back down and thought, you know, what, we're taking them performances in the cup. We'll put some big money on the table. So great signing, absolutely great. Knows what it's all about. Um, and a player, in all fairness, when he first signed for us, I wasn't a fan, but really growing into one. Yeah, there was a lot of, um, I think a lot of fans would probably agree with you on that one. They weren't overly convinced about Johnny Alston when he first joined the club. But I say, we, we earlier mentioned about, you know, the goal not being the first name on the team sheet if he, if he does sign. But for me, Johnny Alston is the first name. I know he's club captain and, and so he should be, but he, he was an absolute man mountain last season. So as Wilder took over, he literally turned into Benjamin Button. He was absolutely ridiculous. The, the performances he was putting in, you thought he, he, he shouldn't be doing that. You know, I'm not saying he's over the hill and he's finished, but he went from looking, like you said, Dally, tired and I suppose a couple of yards behind the pace to tearing apart, you know, international defenders like Benton Coe, Dyer, um, Bruno Fernandez. Even Kante, when we played Chelsea, he was he was he was on a par with Chelsea's midfield as well. And yeah, tell you what, get get Grant in a few training sessions, and I'm sure he can put a pair of boots on again. And it'll be exactly the same. Uh, I'll, I'll come to you, JJ. You know, I've mentioned it. You know, what, what do you make of Grant coming back? Well, yeah, you know my thoughts for him. Um, Brilliant, brilliant sort of inspirational guy. Uh, if he can emulate um, his playing career uh, into, his, into his coaching style, he'll give us everything. Um, and one thing that the, the, the young academy lads will learn from him is, is commitment, passion, desire, um, because he had that in abundance, so I, I was really pleased. Um, I think we spoke um, when when we heard last 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 year's pod, one of the podcasts when we heard that he was um, taking his coaching badges. One of us said um, it would be great if he could have some uh, position at our club. Um, uh, it's it's turned out it's turned out that he's he's come back uh, and he, he's. He's helping with the academy, which is brilliant. Him and Catamore, as long as they can keep their hands off each other, I think um, we're going to have some um, some really hard-working uh, young academy lads coming through. Who should they should they sort of drop the button at any time? Uh, they'll they'll get it straight back up the jacks. To, to to be honest, they'll they'll. Uh, they'll They'll know what's expected of them from them too. Exactly the t- exactly the type of professional you want inside the club in some capacity. Because as a player, he was he was absolutely phenomenal. Not just as a not just as a player, as a leader and a 
you know, what he brought into the club. We all know where he's from and where his loyalties are. But he was absolutely fantastic. I was so happy when they announced that he was he was going to be involved. It was great. Yeah, I was exactly the same. I say, you were saying there, JG, about them dropping the baton. If any of them do drop the baton, I think the players will be in the floor before the baton hits the floor. So they'll they'll put, they'll put some discipline in them players, and it'll be a joy for them to work with successful midfielders as well. And you know, both are club captains for this club as well. You know, they know that they know what it takes. So yeah, it's going to be a yeah, it'll be an interesting time for the academy now, um, uh, and an exciting one to look, you know, t- towards in the future. Um, one thing I want to do, want to mention, um, which I we have, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned, one potential outgoing that hasn't happened yet. Jed Spence. Um, obviously, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, I was going to say there's a lot of hand gestures, but I won't say one of them. Um, a lot of. Rumours about where he may be going. It looks like Tottenham are the favourites at the moment. Um, although valuations, you know, supposedly far uh, a long way to go yet. But um, John, I'll stay with you. Um, obviously, you said fingers crossed. Is that move pivotal to what we do for the rest of the summer? Yeah, Wilder alluded that it wasn't pivotal, but if we get twenty million for him, at, well. Hopefully no Tottenham fans or no one in Tottenham are listening to this, but bloody hell, I, I would be absolutely delighted if we got 20... Well, I'd be delighted if we got 15 million for him. And it would be a massive boost to our coffers. It could help us bring in someone like what we've mentioned, Armstrong or or somewhere else where we need to strengthen. He, he doesn't want to be here anymore. He was a bit, in my opinion, he was a bit disrespectful when he was on loan at Forest to our club as well. You know what I mean? For me... I know he still belongs to us, but good riddance to me, for me. Like uh, I'll, I'll be, that'll be one day I'm really happy when I see the tweet that he's gone for 15, 20 million. I'll be buzzing. Yeah. Um, well, I do know a Spurs fan, and that particular Spurs fan messaged me saying, you know, is he any good? And I just laughed at them. So, you know, it's, it's it, it, you know, he had a good season last season. You know, I can't, I can't deny that he did have a good season at Forest and, you know, was, was quite, instrumental to them going up um, some of the performances you put in but 15 to 20 million uh, we'll, be, we'll be robbing anyone if we get that to be quite honest I'm not the, the question mark's never been about his talent has it yeah. it's been about his it's, it's, it's been about other things about him you know what I mean his, his mentality and, and his willingness to maybe work as hard as managers want him to and, and listen so you know it's never really he had a few bright games for us, but it's never really worked out. So let's just move on. Let's get the money in and move on. Thing is, he's always he's always wanted to be um, back closer to home, hasn't he? Um, and he played in the Tottenham Cup game, um, uh, and he had a really good game at the, uh, at the the Tottenham's new stadium, and he got a lot of praise off uh, Jose Mourinho at the time. Um, now, whether or not that's affected him um, and it sort of built his ego up that, to the point where it was affecting his performances for Middlesbrough. But whatever went on, Neil Warnock uh, decided to let him go out on loan. Um, he's, he's done extremely well at Forest. And 
the bottom line is he doesn't want to come back to Borough. So we have to try and get the maximum amount of money we can for him. Um, and the suitors uh, are from um, the top table, so to speak, Chelsea, Tottenham. Is it was D- Dortmund mentioned also. Mm. Um, so, you know, they, they're looking at him with probably a view of potential and, and how he can progress. He's in England under 21, so that immediately, you know, puts him in a, a price bracket. We, we just need to get as much money as, as we can for him because um, that will give, give us a, ma- a massive boost in our transfer dealings, in our incomings. Um, so, yeah, wherever he ends up, it, it's not going to be a butter. He doesn't want to be here. And I think the majority of our fans have resigned uh, themselves to the fact that good riddance to him. Yeah, he, he, he's going fine. Yeah, let's get the best out of him for our club. Yeah, exactly. That's it. The biggest compliment I saw, I know you put in a good few performances last season. I know I think against, against Arsenal, you had a really good one against Leicester. He played really well. They weren't saying, they gave praise to Isaiah Jones because there was, you know, there was, there was people from the upper parts of the Premier League, fans, uh, journalists, uh, pundits, all saying, if he can't get in the Borough team, how good is Isaiah Jones? And I say, oh. That says it all for me. We know the answer to that, don't we? Um, uh-huh. <laughs> we know the answer to that. And I'd, uh-huh. have, jo- I'd have Jones all day long. If he can um, have a season like he did last, then... Do you know what? You know, it's, it's the, attitude as well. the attitude as well. Look, at, he's, he's recently done an interview with Jones. And just his attitude that he wants to be here. Yeah. Where you look at the attitude of Jed Spence, Full with with. Cig- well, with the cigar, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, everybody celebrates. Don't get me wrong, but I just think uh, have a bit of class. Yeah, uh, yeah a, exactly. Uh, yeah. You've got you've got promotion. Well done. Um, you know, let let's not forget Fulham got rid of him because of his attitude. Um, we, we, you know, we got to watch. We had to watch the games on, you know, on tablets, laptops, iPads when when we were in lockdown, and he was at fault for a lot of goals that season. You know, didn't track his man. Didn't really yeah. want to track back. Well, yeah, when, when he lost the ball in the final thirds, he was just, nah, you know, he, he didn't yeah. he didn't show any any no. um, endeavour to get back, to win the ball back or to, yeah. to close down and, and put the attacker under pressure. Um, yeah. I think he was very disrespectful to Warnock. He, he should have at least um, thanked him because he, mm. gave him, he gave him the opportunity to, uh, to, to go to Forest. He gave him the yeah. opportunity to, to say, right, okay, if you're that good, show me. And 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 he did. Um, but he just lacked that class, you're right. Yeah. I think it's, like you say, if, you, if, you, if your attitude hadn't changed from your days of Fulham, then I'm surprised that, that, that clubs like Tottenham are looking to spend the money they're looking to spend. But I tell you what, we'll take it and we'll enjoy it. I'll take him down there for once. We'll get the cigars out, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what that would be? That would be a brilliant thing for us to tweet him <laughs> if we get twenty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? That's got to happen. 
<laughs> be classic. Be classic. Warnock was sat there, still a big cigar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, ta- we'll tag. We'll tag Warnock in it as well. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It's, the sooner that deal gets done, the better for me. Because then we can all stop talking about can we? Um, it's a bit ironic. We're asking, we're asking him to show a bit of class, yet we are just going to totally copy him by having cigars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we're not, we're not professionals, though, are we? That's the difference. <laughs> Here, I'll crack one in Joe, but that pump goes and all. Is, is, is he back yet? No, I don't, I don't. It'd be nice to see. You know, he might come back and might show something a bit different. I don't know. You don't know, do you? No. I, I, to, I'm sure I read somewhere that uh, Akpom Hall. There was a couple oh, of others as no, well. No, it's, it's, it's Akpom Hall. That they weren't even in training. They've been allowed to look for another club. <laughs> wow. Really yeah, there was. You're right, John. There was four names mentioned. Um, yeah, Akpom Hall and uh, Aussie oh, Bank. Oh, I mean that's yeah. If if you know, obviously, if, if that's true, then it's it's not a shock, is it? When you when you hear them names, you know, I say Grant Hall was a bench player at most, wasn't he last year? You know, he, he, you know, I didn't mind Grant Hall, but he doesn't fit the mould of a, a, a centre back who plays out from the back. So yeah, he's not he's not going to fit in, unfortunately. But you know, I say good luck to him. But, Right, I think we'll leave it there. Um, gentlemen, thank you very much. Um, good to catch up. Um, we've obviously uh, chewed the fat on a lot of uh, signings. Um, I'll go buy the cigars ready for our, our team photo when uh, Jed Spencer book us off. Um, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch up again in a couple of weeks when uh, pre-season's mid-floor. We've got a few more players in. And uh, hopefully, you know, things are looking, you know, I won't say better, but, you know, looking a bit more rounded off and we're looking get, getting closer towards the season. So, thank you for listening. We'll, uh, we'll catch you again soon. And leave you there, Chief. Up the butter. Up the butter. Up the butter. Enjoy the rest of your summer, boys. See you. See you.